Now we're beginning Chapter 1. Very special, very exciting. What is the first point that Rebbe wants us to understand? The Rebbe wants us to know that we probably have a mistaken understanding on our own potential. If we look at ourselves, most of us, most of the time, don't think that our potential is to be perfect, to always be doing good and saying good and thinking good. Hopefully more good than bad. Hopefully even more good than bad. But perfect, we're human. And I was just, no, you're really not. You are a piece of God. All of the world is godliness. Everything is vivified and animated by God. Everything only exists by virtue of God in it. But you are a piece of God. You're actually a piece of God's very essence. And as such, understand yourself. Know that your potential is to be a living, walking, human embodiment of God himself. And as such, everything you do and everything you say and everything you think is expressive of God. Once you understand yourself, you can begin to actualize yourself. So to start that, the devil needs to remove our misunderstandings our false notions on what we are supposed to be. So he opens up with a quote from the Talmud discussing the baby in its fetus state, the soul before the person is born. Many fascinating details, one of which is that every single soul has to promise to be completely righteous, not to be wicked. And if the entire world says that it is righteous, to know it's really wicked. There are many questions on this. The Rebbe raises now three. Throughout this chapter, many, many issues are raised. Many things are very questionable, which over the course of our study get gradually answered. The bulk of the answers come in chapter 13 and 14. The final answer is in chapter 27. The questions we raise now are on this third part of the oath. We're told that our teachers were not supposed to view ourselves as wicked. And if I view myself as wicked, I'll be depressed, which God doesn't want. And if I'm not depressed, if I don't get upset that I'm wicked, I'll just be very callous and flippant. I'm wicked, but I'm not letting it bother me, which is also definitely not a godly space to be in. What did we gain from this? What we gained is that we understand that we don't understand the term wicked. And we don't understand the term righteous. The whole world says you're righteous, you yourself as wicked. I don't know what righteous and wicked mean, because according to my definitions, the sentence doesn't make any sense. I don't know what righteous and wicked mean. I assume I don't know what in the middle means either. That's the Rebbe's point. The Rebbe then explains that there are really five categories because righteous subdivides into two, completely righteous and incompletely righteous, and wicked subdivides into two, completely wicked and incompletely wicked. And then the Rebbe gives us six proofs from the Talmud that the Talmud knows that the man in the middle, the Benoni, has to be absolutely perfect. I think the completely righteous person, high majority good. The incompletely righteous, majority good. The completely evil, high majority evil. The incompletely evil, majority evil. And the one in the middle, 50-50. I think that's the definition. I at least think that would be the Talmud definition, the revealed portion of Torah's definition. And it's not. 
because if you study clearly the sources in the Talmud, you have to see that even the Talmud knows, so to speak, that the Benoni is completely righteous and does not sin. So what then is the Benoni? And what we're going to come to understand is that the Benoni, the incompletely righteous and the completely righteous, on the surface all look the same. They all have absolute, perfect, in-sync connaissance with God in everything they do, say, and think. The difference is the completely righteous person has destroyed his inner evil and transformed his animal to serve God. The incompletely righteous is in the process of doing so, but has such control over it, it doesn't bother him at all. And the middleman, the Benoni, could be struggling every second of his existence. But he struggles and succeeds because he's a piece of God. He has the power to overcome. The incomplete evil person gives in. Maybe he gives in to evil once a year or once a minute. And the completely evil person sins without regret. He has so destroyed his basic Jewish nature that he doesn't even feel guilty. But us, our potential, this piece of God, of me, is to be that pain on me. But always, in everything I do, in everything I say, and in everything I think, I'm expressive of God's will. That's the potential of every Jew. And through this work, that's what we're striving to actualize.